my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com. On tonight's show of Speaking It Real, Frank is talking about the Capitol rioter that was sentenced to eight months in prison. A missing person founded after 24 years. And LeBron James drinking his own tequila at the Suns Finals basketball game. All that and more right now. Coming to you live from Clearwater, Florida. It's Speaking It Real. Here's your hosts, Frank Cuesta and Carlos Contreras. Wednesday, and here's your host, Frank Cuesta. You see, Joe forgot that today was Wednesday and that Frank is on Wednesdays by himself on Speaking It Real. And we're not in Clearwater today. We're actually in Miami, Florida, in my living room. So, Joe, I don't know what you were thinking today, but apparently you weren't able to uh, fix my... Oh, my goodness. It fell. Oh, no. What is this? My buddy fell, guys. Sorry, so I'm gonna just gonna have him here for a little bit, all right? Cause can't have him hanging, so he's gonna hang on my head for today's show. But you know what? Look, it's Wednesday night. You guys like what you see. You like what you hear. Give us a share. Give us a like. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, Speaking it real on Facebook. Speaking it real podcast. Hey, and bring us on. I mean, look, we we had a hell of a show on Friday night. Uh, we spoke about Cuba. Come, come, come! This uh, Friday night, we're gonna do a, a Cuba part two. I mean, you're all welcome to join us. And by the way, this is too heavy, so I'm taking this off. By the way, if um, you guys have my phone number and you wanna call us in, you know what? Call me up. You might go. You I might go ahead and put you live on the show, and we could talk crap. Talk whatever you want, you know, however you want. You know, just forgive me if I'm not looking at you guys, looking at the camera right now. As I'm trying to post this on every single group that I can until Facebook tells me that I can't do this no more. And normally that's about 30 to 40 groups at one shot. But hey, look, you know what? Speaking It Real is brought to you by Clovercrest Media. Uh, you you want to start your own podcast? By all means, get a hold of Joe. Uh, you can't go wrong with Joe. Joe's a hell of a guy. Uh, you have Zach that produces, also eating. Hey guys, much thanks. And you know what? Let's get started with our show. Let's go. Let's see where we're we gonna start. You know what? I got it. We're gonna start with this uh, shit bag, Paul Hawkins. Hawkins. All right. He's obviously one of these capital rioters. You know, he, um, 
Could I tell you, he pleaded guilty to breaching the Capitol. He, um, real gung-ho um, Trump guy. I mean, when, when, you, when you see what he has, you see that he really he was pro-Trump. You know, Trump won the election, blah, 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 blah. You know, and it looks like he took more of a plea bargain, you know, because, and so they gave him eight months. Now, my question here is, is this really justice? You know, is eight months long enough? I mean, me personally, I think he should have gotten more time. I think eight months is not enough when you consider everything that, that went on. I mean, this guy was seen carrying a red, white flag, you know, Trump 2020 flag, you know, so what the hell, you know, it's, let's see, the symbolism of the act was unmistakable, all right, is what the judge said when he was sentencing Hoskins. He was taking a claim on the floor of the U.S. Senate, not with an American flag, but declaring his loyalty to a single individual over the nation. You know what? That's very true. You know, he was very loyal to Trump. You have all these Trump supporters that are very loyal to him. But you know what? Push comes to shove. And now what? They they drop um, Trump altogether? Because I'll tell you, you know, what he said before sentencing was, I do not and will not make any excuse nor will I place any blame on any politician, journalist or otherwise, Hodgson said. He put passion ahead of principle. He added that he completely acknowledges and respect that Joseph R. Biden is the rightful and respectful president of the United States. So what changed his mind? You know, prosecutors wanted 18 months. They're looking about a year and a half. And what he got was eight months. I can tell you that I don't agree with it. I would have loved to seen more, um, more time. I think anybody that was in that capital at that time needs to to pay a bigger penalty. You know, yeah, it is a penalty. So you know what, guy can't vote anymore. But at the at the end of it, I I don't agree with with the eight months. I mean. What do you guys think? You guys think maybe he should have had eight months? You guys think it should have been more? You know, I, to me, you, you know, you break, you, you storm the Capitol, you riot it. Um, should you really only get eight months? I mean, when you look at it, you got eight months. You'll probably get off with good behavior. So what? They'll give him maybe three months. You know, I don't know. I, I, I just don't think that that's enough time to, to go ahead and, and, and put him there. I think he should have gotten more time. But, hey, you know what? Who who am I? I'm just a guy on a show called Speaking It Real that's trying to, to speak things the way they should be. You know, so, hey, no biggie. You know, he's gone. So, enough talking about him. I don't really... But I will tell you this, there's been 586 people that have been charged in the Capitol insurgents so far. He's the first one, so his 
is he um what's the word I'm looking for? Is he gonna be the guy that sets the example? I hope not, because eight months is not enough. So hey, it is what it is. So going on. Let's see, there was a baseball game, I believe it was in Washington. I want to say it was either Friday or Saturday night. Uh, they called the game. And it was the D.C. Nationals were, were playing the game out in Washington on Saturday, actually. And there was gunfire, you know, gunshots. What, you know, apparently there was a dispute in the parking lot. Someone brought brought a gun to it now why are you bringing a gun to the stadium makes no sense um why you know luckily nobody you know it happened in the in the outside of the stadium so they were able to clear the area before everybody uh, was to let go now this happened in the sixth inning if there was no harm and there was nothing that happened to anybody, why not just continue the game? You know, I mean, to me, it made no sense to to finish that game. Um, there was one person that that was caught in this, and I think it was the person who got shot um, outside the stadium. I mean, hey, um, local police and and the. Uh, the baseball stadium people wait, you know, sheltered everybody for about 10, 15 minutes. They made sure the area was cleared. I mean, I don't know how you could clear a parking lot of that size in 10 to 15 minutes. But hey, they did it. Um, I saw a video on it. I know that I saw Washington police going back and forth. There was, there was an obviously an ambulance. Um, Coincidentally, I saw a video of, of my friend's um, Instagram where he was out in Washington, you know, doing the whole Cuba de demonstration in front of the White House. But we'll leave that for Friday. Um, you know, the mayor said it, and 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 the baseball team came out. You know that no matter where it occurred in our city, it's unacceptable and will not be tolerated. And they're talking about gun violence. I mean, we've spoken gun violence on this show at least once a month. Um, something needs to be done with that. I think that when you're looking at gun violence in a whole, it has gone up. Uh, guns are getting into the wrong hands. I mean, they've always gotten into the wrong hands. But it's now, you know, now more it's, it's predominant. You know, it's always it's always in the wrong hands, but at the same time, what can we do to stop it? You know, you you have these these uh, these companies that are able to to sell guns to anybody online, and I'll tell you that I heard about this um, to eighty percent gun. I, I'm not I'm not even going to mention the company's name because it just makes no sense to me that you could purchase a gun, right? It's built 80%. Gun has no numbers, but you have to finish the rest of the building. You gotta drill a hole into it, 
for the firing pin, and you gotta you gotta bore the barrel. But you know what? Those guns get you could they could get in the hands of anybody. And you know what? You could buy it in the mail. Does that really make sense? Who who? What is this? You know, I I don't understand that. I that's one thing that for me I you know if you want to own your guns hey by all means own your guns let's do it legally let's not let's hold them correctly let's have everybody have a standard you don't buy them online you know because you buy them online you you're just absolutely going nowhere you know I think when you when you do buy them online you're 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 up to no good you want to hide things you know or you're not allowed to get one, you know, at a store. You're not allowed to own it yet. So why go ahead and purchase one online, you know? So, I mean, hey, look, if you guys agree with what I'm speaking, drop a like, drop a comment. Um, if you want your voice to be heard, and I said it earlier at the top of the show, you know my number, call me. I'll put you on. Because it doesn't matter, matter to me. You know, but, you know, one thing is you just got to respect what's going on in the conversation. You know, so guns, they have a place, but we need to rightfully own one. You know, that's, so that's my opinion on that. Um, so we're going to jump into COVID. You know that? The Delta virus, the variant, is now making up 83% of the new coronavirus cases. Now, the people that are getting most affected are the people that have not been vaccinated. And I saw a story that actually said that these people that are really, really sick, that are dying off of it, are actually... um, they're regretting their decision not to get vaxxed. And at that point, it's it's a little bit late, you know, for for these people and these individuals. Do, do you guys need to get vaxxed? Look, I got vaccinated. I'm good. So I have 10 fingers, my two arms, my two eyes, my nose, my mouth, my ears. You know, I mean, could there be a long-term effect? We're not going to know till later on. You know, but hey, you have to get vaxxed. You know, it's, I don't, you know, I don't pretend that I'm, that I'm a doctor or anything, but from what I've seen and what I've done, hey, I got vaxxed. And you know what? It's good. You know, you're, you're, you're stopping from spreading it. You're stopping from getting it, you know? So again, like I said, get vaxxed. Get vaxxed, people. Um, so going on to Olympics. Check this out. Um, should they even hold the Olympics? I don't think they should. I know the city of Tokyo, you know, is having a fit. There's there's no spectators. You know, so why and as of yesterday the COVID-19 cases were at 71 
And I guess they're doing like some type of bubble like what the NBA did last year. Okay, but if it's at 71 right now, I mean, I'm sure there's, what, we're looking at probably thousands of people that are there. You know, um, what are you doing? You know, you're passing it on. Just cancel the Olympics. I mean, it was supposed to be last year. They're doing it this year. Just cancel it out altogether. There's no need for Olympics this year. You know, you're, you're setting it up for, for failure. You're setting it up for people to get sick and get really sick. Um, I don't know the exact numbers in Florida, but I could, I could look it up real quick. I mean, are you talking about only the COVID variant or COVID altogether? You know, that's, that's the key, you know, um, so I could tell you that July 9th numbers, uh, there's 24,000 cases in a seven day average. Actually, that's just for, that was up to July 20th. So that was uh, yesterday's numbers. There's a seven day average of 7,740 cases. Uh, Delta. I don't have that number, but I can tell you that con compared to the study that that I saw or the article that I read earlier, it's 83% of the COVID cases are the COVID variant Delta. So more than likely, Florida, Florida's probably high up there. Uh, Florida's numbers have always been high with, with COVID. Um, it's just one of those. I mean, and this, and these numbers that I see here that I'm looking at are actually um, reported by the New York Times. These are a day ago. So, I mean, hey, the numbers are there. You know, I can tell you that the total cases in the state of Florida were are 2.4 million people. There's been a total of 37 I'm sorry, 38,480 deaths in Florida alone to COVID. So, you know, what could we do there? I mean, it's, people need to really take care of themselves. I know that they're talking about bringing back the masks, mandatory. Um, do I wear my mask like I should? Probably not. Um, I know that at my new job, they require everybody to wear it doesn't matter uh, so I work I wear it depending of where I'm going and where I'm at but I probably don't wear it you know but again I'm vaccinated I'm I'm playing that game of I'm hoping not to get sick you know so hopefully that works out we'll see nobody knows you know and we'll take it from there but I'm going to tell you this, going on to our vice president, this lady, I, I heard that again this morning, masks are coming back. Yeah, they, they, I think, I think they're going to come back, you know, but I do got to say something, you know, if, when we're talking about vice president Kamala Harris, right? Apparently, she had a meeting with Texas Democrats who tested positive for the coronavirus. This happened last week. So, 
Normally when you test positive, when you're around people that test positive, what is it you're supposed to do? Does anybody know out there when when you're around people that test positive? I mean, I, I'm willing to, to, you know, let's, let's get an answer on this. You know, if, if I'm not mistaken, you are supposed to um, quarantine, correct? I think those were the um, F, what is it? Whatever, FDA or, I'm sorry, not FDA, the CDC guidelines. I don't know if they've changed or not, but if you're around someone that has COVID, you're supposed to quarantine, right? Well, let me tell you what happened. The vice president's chief spokesperson said in a statement to reporters, it was determined the, pri- the vice president and her staff present at the meeting were not at risk of exposed because they were not in close contact with those who tested positive. Now, if you're having a meeting with somebody, you're in close contact, especially nowadays. Okay? And she had to come in some type of contact with them. I don't believe what what they said. Just for the fact that I know that if I walk into a meeting, um, I'm around somebody. I'm around people. I'm in the same room. You know? So... That being the case, I'm around someone that's positive. You quarantine yourself. Vice President Kamala Harris, that's not good because you know what? Even though that you're vaccinated, you can still pass it. You could get it and you can still pass it. You know, you carry the virus. You might not get sick. I mean, hell. And I don't, one thing I don't understand, and I'm going to share my screen here for one second, because there's something that I don't understand. And I don't know if, is it because these people have the right to do this or not, but I really hope they don't. Check this out. What, what do we see wrong here? These people are in a plane. All right, these people are on a plane. Not one of them is wearing a mask. So now correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't you supposed to be wearing a mask? Correct? Should be wearing a mask, right? Why aren't you guys wearing masks? Shame on you. You lead by example. You guys are, you know, you're lawmakers. How could you not be wearing a mask on an airplane? I, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I, you know, I, it's just, I'm lost for words on there. You know, because, you know, when you're a leader of this country, checking in from Arizona, hey, Ray, Roy, thank you for joining the show. Hey, you have any comments? Put them on there. Share, you know, you can share our show. Uh, share it, like it, follow it, share it with your friends, share it with your enemies, share it with your fremeny, you know, share it with whoever you want. You know, thank you for joining. Um, so again, I go back to this. What makes these people any different, all right, than you flying on an airplane? 
Because I know if I fly, I have to wear a mask. Why can't they? So give me that answer. You know, but we'll see what happens. You know, so, you know, I don't know about you guys, but when I come home from a long day of work, the last thing I want to think about, all right, is my financials, all right? But thanks to my friends at Rocky Hill Accounting, they have me covered. Check this out with our buddies from Rocky Hill. Let's say goodbye to all your worries about tax planning, investment troubles, and any confusion when it comes to managing your finances and money. Here at Rocky Hill Accountants, our team has a combined 35 years of experience and will help you do it right. We're dedicated to your needs and will deliver on a result that is professional and trustworthy. Our firm is large enough to offer a full range of professional services, but small enough to give you the individual attention that you deserve. Our business portfolio includes thousands of prepared tax returns for individuals, families, partnerships, businesses, and more. The team at Rocky Hill Accountants are also thoroughly trained in tax laws and procedures. We have the ability to represent taxpayers before the IRS when they arrive at collections, audits, and appeals. This allows us to offer our accuracy and audit guarantee to tax clients. Please visit our website at RockyHillAccountants.com or give us a call at 860-257-4238 to schedule an appointment. Hey, look, Rocky Hill is up in Connecticut, but I'm sure, oh my goodness, what's wrong with me today? But I'm sure that if we go ahead and um, we send them an email, we call them, they're going to help us out. Hands down, I don't see why not, right? So, going on to other news here. Can you imagine you as a parent? Um, yes, Gao Zingsen or Jingsen, I'm sorry. I, I destroyed your name. I can't pronounce it. But I will tell you this. This guy, he was kidnapped or abducted when he was two years old. You want to talk about an inspirational parent? You want to talk about never give up? His father, okay, actually this, this guy was abducted at two years old in eastern China in 1997. Okay. His dad went on a desperate, never-ending nationwide search. There's an actual film about this. Okay, but this past week, 24 years after the disappearance, okay, the search finally came to an end. Okay, they found him as an adult living in in a neighborhood in the Henan province. He was reunited with his parents on Sunday. I mean, the family was obviously in tears. They embraced tightly. We found you. You've come back. Uh, police arrested two people who confessed to the kidnapping and trafficking this guy. Um, he was adopted near his home by an 
by an unfamiliar woman in San Francisco police in 1997. The police collected blood DNA, but as we know, back in the in the 90s, DNA hadn't come into you know into such a play. You know into you know it was very hard there because it was still very new technology at the time. It was very limited. You know, so the case remained unsolved. The case was never closed. So police throughout the 24 years always investigated. You know, so so your week is your week is treating you well. Super pumped. The father and son were reunited. A lot of parents with missing children never get that feeling. Sketchy, you're absolutely right. But you know, the the father ran around China on a motorcycle. Okay, through various provinces, he covered three hundred ten thousand miles. He 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 burnt through ten motorcycles along his journey. He rode a motorcycle. You know, he carried he carried little with him except a bag full of filters and a flag embolizing with a picture of his son. The guy exhausted his savings account. He used all the money he had, you know, to try to find his son. Um, again, this is, you know, it's, as a parent, you never obviously want to lose a child, especially in that way. But, you know, when you, when you have that gut feeling that your child's alive, because that's what pretty much this guy had. You know, he had a gut feeling saying that, my son's alive, he's not dead, and he stayed looking for him. And, you know, they didn't, the cops didn't really say how they find, found him or who the kid was sold to, but they found him based on DNA. So maybe the guy did something wrong, who knows? But you know what? The fact that he's with his dad now and they've been reunited is very humbling. You know, but again, this poses a thing. Child abduction and trafficking. Hey, it's very real. It goes on. It goes on in China. It goes on here. It goes on in in, in I think it goes on in pretty much in every single country. You know, but parents, you have to hold on to your kids. You gotta let them be kids. But when they're that little, you gotta hold on to them. I I would tell you that. With my kids, I wouldn't let them go anywhere. I don't enjoy, I don't really, you know, let my kids stay over friends' houses or, or anything of that matter. Because at that, at that moment, at that second, you know what? They go, poof, and they're gone. You know, I mean, my oldest, the only place that he stayed besides my sister's or my mother's, was at my neighbor's. And mind you, him and my neighbor and my neighbor's kid were at my house until like 11 o'clock at night. They went over there, and by 8 o'clock in the morning, I was knocking on the door to get my son. Yeah, you know, Catherine says it. Yeah, it's very real. I have a friend that they tried to take her daughter. It's crazy. It's very crazy out there, guys. So, you know what? Keep, keep your kids... To, to yourself, you know, don't trust anybody when, you know, they, it could, could, they could be in your front door, 
You know, don't don't leave them on their own. So we're gonna go on to to a little section here that we're gonna talk a little bit about sports, more or less. Um, we all know the Milwaukee Bucks. Hey, congrats! Good job. You won the NBA championship. Um, hey, they did it. They won it. Is Giannis the next face of the league? Maybe, maybe not. I think one championship does not define you as the face of the league. I know I I was hearing a, a show today that was asking about that. And I just, I said to myself, I'm like, there's no way. I mean, he has one championship. He's been N- NBA MVP, I think, uh, two years back to back, if I'm not mistaken. You know, and he won the MVP for... For the NBA Finals. Hey, good job. But you're not the face of the league yet. I think you still have a lot to do before you can become the face of the league. I mean, I don't think that he's ever going to be the the best player in the world. You know, he's not He's not a Michael Jordan. He's not a LeBron. So I don't think that's going to happen. But hey, speaking of LeBron, you know... How does LeBron, you know, he was over at game five on Saturday. And um, how does LeBron happen to get a bottle of tequila under his chair? Explain that one to me. How does he have an entire bottle of tequila with him under his chair? You know, at first people thought that, you know, he will he will serve the tequila or or he or he brought the whole bottle and just was allowed or he was or he, or he bought the whole bottle and he was able to keep it. Doesn't make sense. But this is the thing. The tequila he brought was his own. He has he has his own tequila brand. So, you know, how is he, uh, how, not how, because I know how, but why? What makes LeBron so special that he can have his own tequila bottle? I said this at the beginning beginning of the show, or I said it with Kamala Harris, or at some point, you lead by example. This guy is well-known by everybody. You know, people... You know, you have kids that look up to them. No, just because he's rich doesn't mean he can do whatever he wants, Zach. I'm sorry. I, I Just because you have money does not make you a better person than a person that doesn't have money. Okay? I mean, no, I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't buy that. I don't care for it. I think LeBron's an idiot for doing that. When you're wealthy and have status, you can do whatever you want. When you're a regular Joe like you and I, Frank, we don't receive those luxuries. I get that. I know that. But you know what? But that's that's where that double standard is. And you know what? I can't stand it. For that LeBron, in my book, and I've said it, I, 
you're a player, you're a good player. I think you're a piece of shit. I think you're a piece of garbage as a person. Okay, I saw your movie. To me, your acting job sucks. Okay, but you know what? He's LeBron. What could you do, right? I mean, the guy speaks out of his four-point contact. You know, and I just, I can't, I don't like what he does. I, I never liked LeBron, even, and I'm a Miami Heat fan. Even when he played with the Heat, I didn't like him. Hey, thank you for helping Miami bring championships. But I think you, I think you're a piece of garbage as, as a human being. You you know you're you're in the spotlight. You need to live a certain way. You can't you can't just do whatever you want. You have these kids that look up to you, and now you know when social media you see everything, and that's the biggest problem there is now. You have these kids that see that oh wow LeBron did it why can't I? You know come on it's just something that we really want to live by and live through. To me social media is a joke. I you know you you see everything and anything. And I just don't like it. I I mean, am I wrong for feeling that way? Am I right? I mean, what am I? You know, I know that I'm frank and I speak it real, but I just, I, I can't, I can't jump on that and, and be, you know, LeBron saying, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't, I don't like it. I can't stand it. But hey, so what else could we do? So, Here's another guy that's been in the news lately. And uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Dwayne Hackins. I believe he's the quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. Um, This guy got punched. You know, he got injured by his... Injured, he was injured by his wife. And she's facing domestic violence charges. According to the report... She punched him in the mouth. Um, he had a split upper lip and missing a tooth and suffered other injuries with his mouth that will require dental work to, to repair his teeth. So, you know, I don't know what the fight was over. Well, actually, I think I know now, and I'll go on to, to my next story on this one. All right, so this happened... Da, 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 this happened on July 3rd, right? So he ended up in a fight with his wife. Uh, the original story broke. It was in Las Vegas. They didn't exactly, you know, they, they, there was a verbal argument between the couple about Haskins and his friends not waiting for his wife and her friends to go into a nightclub. It escalated when she allegedly hit Haskins in the mouth. Ha Haskins said he he remembered getting into a fight with his wife, but didn't remember getting punched in the mouth. In searching the room, officers found a piece of his tooth and blood. So, I guess they were pretty, pretty inebriated. Okay? So, now, what, you know, number one, domestic violence is a no-go, whichever way you look at it. You know? So... So, you know, how should we do this? You know, it's, should we, you know, she's going to pay the price. Hey, Sketchy, are you still on by chance? 
let me know if you're on. Uh, maybe you might want to weigh in on this topic or talk about something else, and uh, we could bring you on if you're uh, willing to go on. You know, let, let me know if you're on. Um, so, going back to Hackens, um, buddy, you just got knocked out by your wife. But now, here's the time, the timetables, right? July 3rd just happened, right? So, so July 11th, okay, after his fiance was, was arrested for allegedly punching him in the face that week, Hackings is now in a financial dispute with an Instagram model hostages asking the influ the uh, uh, asking influencer Vanessa Chantel to return up to twenty thousand dollars in gifts that he purchased for her so oh wow I didn't see this. But this influencer, oh gosh, check this out. This is going to be pretty interesting. Da, da, da. So this Instagram model. Here it is. Posted. The chat. So here's the chat. It's. He, and it was a lot more than that. She goes, I'm not petty, FR, whatever that, for you can send me what you know I spent, but 20K respectfully. If you're not about to stand on what you're saying, just go ahead about your business. Send what you know I spent if you have any good person in you. If not, just send me 20K. Oh, for real. Thank you, Zach. Apple Pay to the number I sent you because that's going straight to to family. So stand on what you're saying or just or just gone ahead. They scratch something. Just laugh at the request. Laugh out loud. Get that shit back in blood. Never cared. We good over here. Stand on what you say or keep pushing. Laugh out loud. Take care. He's mad at the world. He wants to. He wants money back. He spent on gifts. Now, let me tell you what the problem here lies. All right. Why? Why are you? You know why? Why are you spending money on an Instagram model? You know. There were gifts. Okay, fine. Okay, again, there were gifts. But again, why, you know, why on the Instagram model? Did he meet her? Maybe that was, maybe that's what the actual fight was about. You know, I don't think the, the actual fight with his wife and why he got punched was that of um, him and his friends going to 
going into the club without her, you know, or not waiting. To me, that doesn't make sense as to why you're going to fight with somebody like that. You know, I think, um, you got caught playing a game, buddy. You know, you have to, I don't know, you just can't do those type of things. You know, I mean, look, guys, if you like the show, you like what you hear, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share. You know, like I say on the show, and this is Carlos' favorite line, share, share it with your frenemies. Share it with your friends. Just God damn it, share the show. You know, give it a like. Subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's uh, Speaking It Real. Follow us on, on Facebook, Speaking It Real Podcast. Follow us on Facebook groups, Speaking It Real. All right, we're, we're coming up with the Twitch soon enough. I, um, I'm still working on it. Um, Got to make some, some changes to the Switch, the, the Twitch uh, channel that I, that I personally have right now. I'm trying to make that a Speaking It Real. Um... Come Friday, you know, we, we had such a good show on last Friday night just talking about Cuba and talking about what's really going on over there, you know, with the issues that we decided that we're going to go ahead and um, bring it back on on Friday. We, we had um, a guest that was supposed to come on due to the fact that he didn't realize I was in Miami or we were on Eastern time zone. He was in Vancouver on Pacific time zone. So we kind of didn't realize that he's going to have, I believe a lot more insights. Not that what, um, this guy did on, on Friday. Um, Javier did cause Javier gave us a lot of, a lot of insights as to when he was growing up in Cuba as to, you know, as to how his life was in Cuba. As a, you know, and that's, and that was more of him being born in the system. As opposed to this gentleman that we're going to have, his first name is Angel. I don't remember his last name right now, but um, he's going to actually be able to tell us because he, he's an older gentleman so how life was before the communism to what it was after not after but during the communism because he, he obviously fled cuba he i guess he ended up going to canada or something um we'll have a lot more of his story on, on friday but um come tune in on friday about that it's you know we're gonna Go back with SOS Cuba, Patria Vida. You know, for those that don't know what Patria Vida is, is um, motherland and life. You know, in this case, call you know Cuba. It's Cuba and life. The government has it, Cuba or death. You know, and and how this movement started. You know, this movement that gone on now it wasn't really started by the people that were in cuba at the time it was started by artists 
that were in Cuba. So again, look, come tune in on Friday night. You know, Cuba edition part two. Two. See? Two. Two. All right. Come see us. Um, again, we're going to be advocating truthfulness, accuracy, and honesty. And so that's what we do here. You, you might agree with what we're speaking. You might not agree with what we're speaking. But at the end of the day, at the end of the night, at the end of the week, Frank and Carlos are speaking it real. I'll see you guys Friday. Thank you everyone for joining. Let's say goodbye to all your worries about tax planning, investment troubles, and any confusion when it comes to managing your finances and money. Here at Rocky Hill Accountants, our team has a combined 35 years of experience and will help you do it right. We're dedicated to your needs and will deliver on a result that is professional and trustworthy. Our firm is large enough to offer a full range of professional services, but small enough to give you the individual attention that you deserve. Our business portfolio includes thousands of prepared tax returns for individuals, families, partnerships, businesses, and more. The team at Rocky Hill Accountants are also thoroughly trained in tax laws and procedures. We have the ability to represent taxpayers before the IRS when they arrive at collections, audits, and appeals. This allows us to offer our accuracy and audit guarantee to tax clients. Please visit our website at RockyHillAccountants.com or give us a call at 860-257-4238 to schedule an appointment.